Elkhart County is a place where quality craftsmanship, innovation, and collaboration result in a well-crafted life. With an appreciation for all things handmade and homegrown, we leave our mark on everything we hold. Elkhart County is well-crafted. Welcome to the people and places along the Heritage Trail in Elkhart County, Indiana podcast. Welcome back to another fun and exciting episode of the People and Places Along the Heritage Trail podcast. My name is Amanda. I'm with the Elkhart County CVB, and I'm going to get us started on this episode with Jim and Amanda from the Boys and Girls Clubs of Elkhart County. Welcome. Hi, Amanda. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. So we are just a couple of weeks away from one of the fun events that the Boys and Girls Clubs do every year, Barbecue and Brew Fest. Amanda, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about this event and maybe how it got started? Yeah, so this was originally a Middlebury Club event, started six years ago. Um, Jason Bontrager and Kim Huffman were the kind of brain children behind this event. They wanted to create a fun, family-friendly event um, that would kind of introduce club to more people and just be a really fun way to celebrate um, our mission and share that with the community. Um, since then, it has grown. Um, we have joined forces with the Elkhart Club. So this event now benefits both clubhouses. And we have moved to the Farmstead Inn in Shipshawana. And we have grown to around 1,200 guests each year. Um, this year, we're really excited. We have 20 grill teams, which is the most we've ever had. Oh, so wow. Yeah, we're really excited to offer some some fun burgers and, um, you know, we've got a, a family friendly kids zone. Um, our club staff runs that and obviously they're great with kids. So um, something that parents can feel very comfortable um, bringing their families along. And that is separate from any of the alcohol zones. Um, we make sure yeah. that the kids are taken care of. Absolutely. We so now hold on one second. This event is Saturday, August 13th. And mm -hmm. you just talked about a lot of really fun activities that are happening, but let's dive a little bit into each of those because, I mean, based on the name, we know that there are two things. There are barbecue, well, burgers, and there is brew. Jim, can you tell us a little bit about how those grill teams work and who the grill teams are? I mean, are they professional chefs or are they... Um, you know, just kind of your backyard barbecue hometown heroes? Well, we I will tell you that it, it is, they are not professional chefs necessarily, but they work really, really hard to come up with some creative burgers, you know, tequila flavored burgers and peanut butter and jelly burger. I mean, they come up with some really creative ways to, um, to make their burgers stand out. But these are the different companies, different organizations within the community. You know, we have everything from people in the RV industry to people who work for the, the Middlebury and Elkhart schools are going to go head to head this year to try to, to win the title. In fact, Middlebury schools was our winner last year. So they were, um, and their yeah. burger was delicious. Oh my gosh. It was so wonderful. And, and there is a lot of fun in between the different teams at this competition. As you're walking around and sampling the different burgers, there's a little bit of trash talk between the different teams and that sort of thing. So we try to make this as fun as possible so that when you're going from booth to booth and, 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 and tasting the different burgers, you're getting a sense of the, the personalities of these people along with the great taste of the burgers. Absolutely. Now, Amanda, the other part of the name is brew. And I know that there are several of Elkhart County's well-crafted breweries that help serve up some delicious drinks. Can you tell us what uh, guests can expect from the brew standpoint? 
Yeah, so we are really trying to focus on our local breweries and, and restaurants. Um, Weston Warren runs our bar for us. We're very thankful to Carrie and her team. They do a phenomenal job. And Weston and, Warren is located right there in Middlebury. It is. It's in yeah. downtown Middlebury. Great place if you haven't been. I highly recommend it. Um, we also have Rue 152 from Napanee and Scott mm -hmm. and Kimmy bring out their beer truck. Um, and so we feature some taps from there. And they're also generous enough to let us... Um, feature a couple other breweries. We've got Wedgwood on tap haha, this year. And um, we also, Goshen Brew Co. has done it in the past, Brass Elk. Um, we really like to feature those small um, local breweries and, and give everybody a taste of what Elkhart County has to offer. Now, Amanda, you earlier did mention that you, it is a family-friendly event and you've got a lot of things for kids. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, of course. Obviously, being the Boys and Girls Club, we have um, a great staff that knows what to do with kids to make it a fun time. So last year, we had some inflatables. We've got um, face painting. We had an inflatable axe throwing because we also feature axe throwing for our adults. Um, we have uh, we bring our Gaga ball pit. For those of you that don't know, this is like a big thing right now with all the yeah. kids schools. Um, think of a cross between like dodgeball and Foursquare. So we do bring our pit that we have at club and set that up. That was a big hit last year. Uh, in the evening, we do offer a movie on the monster message and have popcorn for the kids and they can kind of chill on the lawn um, while we enjoy our last band of the evening. Um, you mentioned band and there is live music. Who's performing this year? So this year we are bringing back one of our favorites, Surf Inc. Um, Dan does our sound for us and they are a really fun kind of think Beach Boys flavor. Um, we also have um, Island Breeze, which is kind of a Jimmy Buffett reggae cover band oh, yeah. for the early in the day and then we've got shakedown performing later that evening they're kind of our headliner um and they do covers all sorts of think fun party good time end of the night music it is just kind of a perfect uh summertime outdoor concert yes and now we talked about a lot of things jim are all of these included in the in the ticket price and how do you get a ticket so you can go to the website. Uh, we have a website set up for this event. It's called bbqbrewfest.com. And that'll get you all of the information on the bands, the burger competition, the different music, um, all of that type of stuff. But uh, we have different ticket packages, if you okay. will. There's, a, there's an adult package that it gets you everything. So you can have unlimited burgers. You can have the beverages that you want. Um, access to the music, that sort of thing. And that's a $75 ticket. And that, is, I mean, that's a great deal because you've got 20 different burgers that you can try. You've got three <laughs> bands, you've got some great breweries. I mean, that is a great deal. Yeah. And, and if you're, you know, we, we encourage people to, you know, come with a group, but that have designated drivers. Mm -hmm. um, so we have a designated driver ticket, which is only $40. And it gets you everything that the uh, the adult ticket does, uh, with the exception of the alcohol. Uh, if you have kids that are 12 or younger, um, they get in absolutely free. So oh, they wow. can, um, they, you know, they can sample the burgers and stuff, and it's not going to cost them anything. For that 12 to 21 group, there's a student ticket, and that's only $20. Oh, wow. So um, it's something that we really want to make available to everybody um, and encourage that whole family participation in this because it really is something that's important to us that, you know, as the Boys and Girls Club, we want to have that aspect for the kids, but we also want the adults to have fun. And the way this is 
set up is the zone that we have set up for the kids is all cordoned off, basically. And then we have boys and girls club staff that are there for the kids. So you can feel comfortable as an adult, uh, as a parent, taking your kid, putting them in the care of the boys and girls club staff where they're going to have a great time. Um, And then you can sit there and just enjoy the music and the atmosphere. Um, The the pavilion there at the Farmstead Inn has, it's kind of an open air pavilion. So you're sitting right next to the kids area. So you can just kind of glance over. and Got a great line of sight there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We we want the parents to be comfortable as well as the kids. Exactly. And you did mention that the staff is there. So the kids are in great hands with a Mm -hmm. lot of really fun games. Now, for somebody that may not be able to make the event and they they just can't get there on that day, there is a silent auction with a lot of really, really awesome items. And you, you don't have to have a ticket to participate in the silent auction, right? Yeah, that's correct. So um, if you go to that bbqbrewfest.com that Jim mentioned, um, we will have a link on there to join the silent auction that day. Um, it will open probably two days before the event and run through the end of the evening. Um, and so we've got some awesome packages on there, some good local experiences, um, some fun items, different summertime things. So we'll get that up soon, um, a couple of days before the event to preview. Perfect. And we we did say that this was a competition with those grill teams. And you yes. do uh, give the Grill Master Award. And yes. so you can vote online too. I mean, we definitely want you to get out there and try those burgers. But we also know that there are so many great grill teams that are deeply connected to the community and they're taking votes online too. Yeah, they are. So um, our guests can get online to that bbqbrewfest.com and vote for their favorite team. Um, if you know your family works for this company or you just think that their burger sounds the best, um, you can get online and support that way. And like Jim said, it's really fun to see the competition between the teams. Um, there's some of them that have been doing it for the full you know, six years And um, it's just fun to see how that part of it has changed and grown. Um, We also, we have two um, champions that we crown that evening. We've got our um, judges favorite. We actually have about 20 community members that come in and we have uh, kind of like a bracket style judging competition and they do that blind. So they have no idea who who they're choosing. Uh, So it really is, you know, the best of the best. And then we also have our fan favorite award that is judged by the number of votes, the number of dollars that they raise um, for our programs and for our Elkhart and Middlebury Club. So it's really win-win. You know, you get out there, you get to have fun tasting some great burgers and and we get the funding that we need so that our two clubs can can do the programming that they, uh, that's serving our community. Absolutely. Now, again, that website is bbqbrewfest.com. That event is Saturday, August 13th over at the Farmstead Inn in Shipshawana. And what are the hours? So gates will open at 4 p.m. We will have tickets for sale at the door, but I strongly suggest you buy those ahead of time. Um, And then we go until about 10 o'clock that evening. I know Jim mentioned the designated driver. I also wanted to mention that the Farmstead does give us a group rate for the inn. And so that's what I usually do every year. And they've got an awesome breakfast in the morning. So it's a great little overnight getaway. They've got a pool, you know, if you bring the kids, um, just kind of a nice little staycation and make a fun evening of the whole event. Perfect. Well, we hope that the listeners grab those VIP wristbands, get out and support the club. Uh, Definitely have some amazing burgers 
and have a lot of fun. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. This was a lot of fun. Again, that website is bbqbrewfest.com where you can go get your tickets, vote for the teams, do the silent auction, and just learn more about what the club does. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us, Amanda. Okay, next I've got Janet from the Barn Door in Middlebury with me. The Barn Door is such a cute store. And Janet, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. Absolutely. So Janet, can you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself and how you started running such a cute and unique store there in Middlebury? Well, um, several years ago, my mom and I owned an antique store and I thought if I could ever do it again, I would like to do that. And my husband and I own the business that sits behind the barn door. We had no use for the space in front. So I thought that'd be a perfect place to open a store. Oh, absolutely. And it really is a perfect spot. The location, it's easy to see. And um, I mean, it's just a beautiful building, but when you walk in, oh my gosh. And you've just celebrated your fifth birthday, right? Yep, I sure did. Yeah, it's gone That's- by fast. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure that it did. And, you know, can you tell the shopper, or I'm sorry, the listeners, just so we're going to convert them into shoppers. I can guarantee that. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about the types of items that you carry there in store? Well, we have a mix of old and new. Um, I am an antique lover. So um, that was the first place that I went uh, when putting things in the store. But the nice thing is buying home decor, new home, new home decor um, and putting that with the old, it shows that you can mix the old and new and that has really worked for our customer base. And what type of antiques do you carry? You know, when we talk about antiques and different antique stores and dealers, everybody kind of has a niche, but you seem to have just a beautiful collection. What, what types do you carry there? I have a lot of furniture and I do furniture from the 1800s up to mid-century modern. I try to find something that would make a good focal point and then we can add decor to it and make it look like it would just fit right into your home. If somebody, um, because you know, as families evolve and, and we look at acquiring antiques and kind of those things that get passed down, do you take consignments if somebody just has to part with a piece? I take consignments once in a while. We started out uh, beginning taking a lot because I had a big space to fill, but most of the stuff in the store now is owned by me, but I will take um, some things here and there, especially if it's a unique piece and that I know that somebody will like it. Um, I will definitely uh, put that in the store for them. Oh, that's great. And you did mention, you know, you've got lots of home decor and a lot of, a lot of gift items. Do you have an online store that people can go to or a gift registry or anything like that? I am connected with Bridge. So if you get online and search Bridge, I have actually a couple of lines that we carry on there. I have just signed up with them. So as we grow that page, it will be more available for people to see other items that are in my store. So hopefully by this fall, it'll be up and running and a much better picture of what we offer here. 
Oh, that's great. And right in the fall time, perfect for that holiday shopping. So certainly when people are here visiting Elkhart County, if they walk into your store, they can check back in online and stay connected with you uh, shopping that way. So Jenna, I want to pivot for just a little bit. And I saw on your Facebook page that you just got back from the Atlanta market not too long ago. And you know, some of the listeners may not be familiar with that market. Can you tell us a little bit about it and what you saw there and what we can expect to see related to decor items? Yeah, Atlanta is a um, it's an overwhelming place to go and shop <laughs> for anything and everything that you could possibly think of. But um, it is a great place to go and see what is up and coming and to purchase. I actually purchased for spring and summer of next year. Oh, fun. um, So seeing some great new colors, um, there is pinks and corals, sage greens, still some blues, uh, tans and browns that are real popular for next summer. And a lot, I sell a lot of florals. My florals is a huge part of my business. And there are some really neat florals with feathers and um, just wispy um, pieces that will just add another texture to your home uh, for your vases or pots that you have to fill. A lot of fun things coming in. Oh my gosh, that sounds like it's going to be stunningly beautiful and your displays in the store always look spectacular, but I'm really excited for the the corals and the greens and especially the feathers and those different textures. That's going to be a lot of fun. When do you think that stuff will be in? I start receiving that stuff in January, um, but the store doesn't uh, open up with total spring until about the end of February. We'll put a little bit out, but um, the store will be totally transformed by the 1st of March. Oh, that's perfect. So as people are taking down their Christmas decorations and doing that beginning of the year clean, they can get ready for those beautiful items. Now, Janet, can you tell the listeners where you're located and where they can find you online. Yeah, I'm at uh, 52886 State Road 13 in Middlebury. I'm north of town. I'm just south of the toll road. So really easy access um, yeah. to get to the store. Um, I, the best way to find me online, I post more stuff on Facebook than anywhere else. So the Barn Door Facebook page is a great place to check that out. But I also have a website and that's... Um, barndoorllc.com. Perfect. And that's barndoorllc.com. And I do know that you have a lot of great stuff on Facebook. Thank you so much for joining us. I know that the listeners are familiar with the barn door. You're located right there, like you said, north of Middlebury, near the Essen House, south of the toll road. Incredibly easy to get to. And I am really looking forward to seeing uh, not only the new spring decor, but all of the great things that you're going to have set out this fall and for the holiday season. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're going to wrap up this episode with a fun weekly event that you don't want to miss. I've got Carson and Michaela from Das Dutchman Essen House in Middlebury with me. Hey, ladies, how are you? Great. How are you doing? Doing good. I am so excited to have you on the podcast to talk about the Essen House and the really fun cruisins that happen on campus on Thursday nights. But Carson, just in case our listeners aren't familiar with the Essen House for some reason, Can you tell us just a little bit about that beautiful campus and everything you offer? 
Yeah, of course. So um, like you mentioned, we are a full campus. Um, probably the most popular part of our campus is our restaurant and our bakery. Um, we feature home style, Amish style um, cooking and baking um, with pretty much all of our items being made fresh here daily in both the restaurant and the bakery. Um, the bakery is my personal favorite. Yeah. Um, I love all of our baked goods that we have down there. Um, and then we also have five different unique shops, um, which we call the village shops. And you can kind of get anything um, that you need from those shops, from clothing to decor to toys, quilts, um, crafting materials, lotions, pretty much whatever you could think of, um, you can find in one of our shops that we have on campus. Um, and then in addition to those, we also have an in and conference center. So we host a lot of overnight guests, um, people traveling through, stopping in town, as well as a lot of big groups. Um, we have mini golf right across from the inn, which has um, the full 18 hole course, um, as well as bike rentals are also in that building. So we have our own bike and walking trail on our campus. Um, and so people can get bike rentals and that connects right to the famous pumpkin vine trail um, that goes throughout our county, um, as well as carriage rides that also happen on our campus. Um, they go just through all of the popular and beautiful spots that we have, um, including the quilt garden um, that we have on our campus in partnership um, with the CVB. And that's just kind of a good overview um, yeah. of the campus. We also just have a lot of events, which we'll be talking about probably our most popular one here in a minute. So before we talk about that event, I want to circle back to those donuts in that bakery. Yeah. Because those things, I know I've said it on this podcast before, they are big, they are delicious, they are super fresh. And, you know, when we talk about donuts in the bakery, the bakery is open all day. So I know the donuts sell out super quick, but if a listener is just kind of strolling around late afternoon, um, late morning, they can probably get something really good in the bakery, right? Oh yeah, for sure. If the donuts are gone, um, as soon as we're ready to switch those out, um, if you know, we've sold most of the day, we put in our freshly baked cookies um, into our display cases. We have pies starting at 6.30 a.m. Um, pretty much all day until those are gone, but we usually make enough of the pies because um, people love stopping in the afternoons and evenings to pick those up too. So yeah, there's plenty of other baked goods to pick up if you miss out on the donuts, but the donuts Perfect. are and I, I know that we could talk about the amazing food there all day, but like you mentioned, we are here to talk about one of the really fun events. So Michaela, can you tell us about the cruise-in that happens on Thursday nights? Yeah, so um, we have the weekly cruise-in happens, like you said, every single Thursday. Um, it's just a like casual, fun event. Um, a lot of families bring out their kids. We have ice cream. We have kettle corn out there usually. Um, old-fashioned sodas, all sorts of stuff. And so it's a really family-friendly event. Um, and it's just fun to just walk through all the cars. So we have like, it's called the classic car cruise in, but we welcome cars from any year, any decade, whatever. So we have cars from like Model A's, like way back beginning of some of those first like cars, um, all the way to like 2022 Broncos, new Jeeps, um, new Corvettes, all of that. So it's just fun to walk through and see all the different things. We even have an old fire truck that comes every single week. And so, oh, fun. yeah, so there's just a lot of really um, fun events and it just feels like summer out there um, on the SNS ground. And it is free to attend. It's open to the public and free and you don't have to bring a car. Correct. Yeah. So um, whether you're bringing a car, that's free. It's free to register. Um, 
but any visitor that wants to can just come on our campus and walk around and you don't have to pay for anything. So it's totally free event, um, which is why a lot of families find it to be a great thing to do on a Thursday evening. That is so very cool. And you mentioned that you can stroll the grounds. Of course, the, the restaurant is open, so grab your dinner. And uh, Carson, is the mini golf open during that event too? Yep, yeah, mini golf is open. It's open till 9 p.m. So the cruising officially ends at 8. Um, so, you know, you can stay and enjoy the full time at the cruising and head over to mini golf and have um, till 9 p.m. to get your round in. So, yeah. Oh, that's that would be a really, really fun activity for um, kids of all ages. Now, we are halfway through this 2022 cruising season, but Michaela, there are some fun themes that are still coming up. Yes, yeah. So um, coming up, we have like, we feature car clubs throughout the season. Um, so car clubs that, that come to the cruising um, can contact me and we set them up with a night where they get some special parking spots and we announce that they're there. So we have the Michiana Mustangs coming. So there's a lot of Mustangs that'll be out here. We also have the Porsche Club of America that comes out um, and brings all their Porsches. Um, and then also on August 18th, we have an event that we just recently added. It's called, okay. we're, we're calling it like touch a truck, but we're having the Middlebury um, fire department come out with the truck so that the kids can go in it, kind of tour the truck and look at it and interact with that. Um, oh, that is really we, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll also be free. Um, and we might have some other kids activities out there um, and things like that. But obviously it's not just for kids. If you're an adult and want to see a fire truck, feel free. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, those fire trucks, yeah. they are such an incredible piece of equipment yes. and really, really intricate. Mm -hmm. And nobody really gets to see them up close unless yes. you're at a time when you don't really care about the intricacies of the fire truck because you're at a fire. Yeah. So that is a yes. very cool thing uh, yeah. to do. Now, certainly the campus at the Essen House is really big and, and you ladies are not kidding when you say that you've got a lot of cars because some of the photography that you have from that event, all of the green space is covered with cars and it's super, super cool. Can you uh, tell the listeners where you're located, remind them of the hours and all the details? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we are, so the cruising official hours are from um, 4.30 to 8 p.m. Um, our campus is open. Our restaurant, bakery, and shops are open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Um, and then, like I said, mini golf stays open an extra hour until 9. Um, and we are located in Middlebury at 240 US 20. Um, that is our official address. So right when you pull off of US 20, um, it's pretty hard to miss the cruise and you'll probably see all the cars out it there. Is. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's really fun because if you're going east on US 20, you really have to make the decision to go to the Essenos or continue on 20. You are right there uh, when that road curves in Middlebury. It makes it super easy to find. And all of the details are found on the website too, right? Yes, yes. Essenhouse.com. Um, you can go in there and learn about the cruising. Um, if you go to our activities tabs, we have um, a whole page that's just dedicated to the cruising, upcoming events, um, pictures from past cruisings, as well as Facebook. We always post the information on there as well. If you're looking for information maybe about a specific night um, or just want to see some more good pictures. Like you mentioned on the website are all of the events that the Essen House hosts. You certainly do much more than just the cruising. So I really encourage listeners uh, if they're not familiar with the Essen House, to swing by, get one of those incredible donuts. The 
chicken and noodles are delicious. The chicken is, is perfect. The pies are incredible. Uh, the inn is lovely. Everything there is certainly something you want to check out. Ladies, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And certainly the Essen House is one of the best well-crafted assets we have here in Elkhart County. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. It's great. Learn more about Elkhart County, Indiana at visitelkhartcounty.com and plan your next adventure. Join us next time for more well-crafted stories about the people and places along the Heritage Trail.